Hi, I'm Bob Switzer, and this is the Epic Narrative. Well, good afternoon, everybody! Welcome back for a bonus podcast. Bonus podcast. And I just want you to know that... <laughs> Even though you'd never know this, it's true that this is the second time I'm doing this because the first time I forgot to turn the microphone on. And I didn't realize that. I told you I'm a morning person, right? So at like 4.30 this morning, I wake up and that's my thought. Like, oh man, you know what? I kind of like that recording I did. Those are some pretty heavy subjects. You know, it's weird that the little, little light meter didn't really move that much no i didn't plug in the microphone dag nabbit so <laughs> here we go again oh man i do i do love my life it's awesome all right so this came because of a question from a friend of mine actually her name is chrissy uh yeah she i've known her for a long time she's awesome um, she emailed some very sweet, encouraging things about how much she's enjoyed listening to the stories she's heard me in the past. She was like, it was great to hear you again. Um, and she enjoys listening. So that's awesome. Very encouraging. I appreciate that, Chrissy. And then she said a common debate that seems to come up in churches a lot is predestination versus free will. Based on scripture, I lean more toward predestination, but I find that it's often spoken about in a detached way that makes it as us appear to be puppets, which I don't believe. And in a way that whilst definitely shows the sovereignty of God can easily make God appear not at all loving, which I also don't believe. And then she goes on again with some more encouraging things about the way that I speak about God and his character and uh, within within the narrative that we're sharing here on the Epic Narrative. So, uh, Chrissy, I appreciate your thoughts. I appreciate your encouragement tremendously. Uh, it, it, that's That was awesome. And, uh, yeah, let's dive in. So, I uh, these the free will, predestination, big, big topics. And so I'm going to just give you my heart on it. Uh, I'm not going to... I'm not going to rip out a ton of scripture, which I know will bother some of you. I, I understand that. And so I just want you to, I just want you to know up front, uh, this is going to be my heartfelt interactions, but I'm not going to set up a defense for it because I want to try and keep this to about 15 minutes long uh, and not turn it into a dissertation, a doctorate. Um, so if you have additional questions, Email me at thebobswitzer.com or thebobswitzer at gmail.com. And if you have, uh, or you can go to my website, you can get to me that way as well, thebobswitzer.com. Thebobswitzer at gmail, thebobswitzer.com. Eventually you'll find me. Anyways, this is where I land. I land on free will. Because I believe that it is it is most consistent 
with the characteristics of love, and I believe God is love, because that's what he said he is, and I believe him. So, God is love. Love allows free will. It Everywhere love goes, people should feel more free. Freedom is a heartfelt, it's, it's one of the heartbeats of love. It always looks to release people from their bondages of of lies that they believe about their identity, of um, hurts and issues that were developed in childhood or or because of, of bad parents or bad friends or a bad uncle or whatever, bad employees. Like it, it wherever love shows up, freedom flows. So I believe in free will. I believe that God always releases more freedom wherever he's invited in, wherever. Now, that rolls right into sovereignty. Does God know everything I'm going to do? And my short answer would be, yes, he knows everything you could possibly do. All right, so this is this is where uh, even Chrissy met, uh, said, you know, like sometimes it seems like like we're puppets, but she doesn't believe we are, which I agree, we're not. I believe God is a God of possibility. We're, he's not a God of puppets. He's a God of possibilities. We are filled with possibilities. And God, knowing us because he created us and understands our backgrounds and knows where we come from, he knows the probability of every decision we'll make, but he does not confine us to that decision. He is He is desperate to keep us free. He wants to keep us free. And so you could go to the end of your driveway and say, you know, every, every day I go to the end of my driveway and I turn right. And one day... I'm going to turn left and see if I surprise God. Like that, I understand the logic of that. If you think you're a puppet, you think, well, you know, it's going to freak him out. Like, what if what if I choose something different? Oh, he knew I was going to choose something different. I believe what he knew was it was it's always possible for you to choose something different. It's always possible for you to choose left instead of right. And he knows because of his sovereignty, he knows every ramification of the choice that you could possibly make, of every choice you could possibly make. So he knows if you turn left out of the driveway, you've got to make three more lefts in order to actually get to work. You took the long way around. It's not It's not that he forced you to make that decision. It's that he knew that it was possible for you to make that decision. So he knew the ramifications of that decision, and that goes for every decision you could possibly make. And so God's goodness is everywhere. His love is everywhere. He is um, omnipresent of every possible decision that you could ever make. And what he does while he's there is he invites you to choose love. He invites you to choose hope. He invites you to choose peace and joy and all the characteristics of heaven. He invites you into deeper relationship. He invites you to to more connection and more community. And that's always the invitation because he's omniscient and omnipresent. He's always everywhere and he knows everything. And because he does, he can be there. And he says, this is the way. This is the way. If you watch The Mandalorian, (laughs) this is the way. The way of love. But I'm not going to force you to make this decision. I'm always going to invite you to make this decision. And if you choose to make a different one, 
I'm not disappointed. I'm not surprised. I'm not, I'm not upset because my goodness and my love is already there as well. I knew that it was a possibility and I prepared a way for you because I'm a good shepherd and I'm a wonderful counselor and I will never leave you or forsake you, which leaves me to the passage that most people pull predestination from. For me, when it says, when the Bible says things like, there is nothing that can separate you from the love of God, height, nor depth, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor, nor whatever, whatever, whatever. And again, I, I'm not, I know people are like, well, open your phone and read the scripture. Uh, not, no, not today. Going to keep it short. So in that context of where the, of, of, of Romans, where it says, and those he foreknew, he also predestined to become the sons of God. I don't believe that in the context of Romans, he's saying, I picked out an exclusive group of people to become the sons of God. And the rest of you, I also picked out to be to, to go to hell because I knew that you would not choose me. That, to me, doesn't fit the characteristics of love. Now, I do know for those who, in essence, preach the theology of predestination, Calvin, it mostly comes from John Calvin, and Calvinism says, listen, you didn't do anything to deserve heaven. We did everything in order to deserve hell. Some of us are predestined because God knew what we would choose, and he chose us in order to become the sons of God, and the rest of you he didn't choose because he knew you weren't going to choose him, and he let he's letting you have the results of your choices. That, to me, is a huge issue. It's it's a it's a big it's a big deal. I'm not going to go into it, but it's a big deal. The consistency of that, when it comes to the characteristic of God, who says, "I am love, I am light, and in whom there is no darkness, no darkness." He says, uh, "You know uh, that that before the foundations of the earth, we were found in Christ. Who was?" Well, the predestined people would say, well, just me. Like, it's kind of, it's almost intoxicating. Like, I'm the special one. Like, God chose me even before the foundations of the earth. Or my take on it is this. God so loved the world that he gave his only son that all who believe, he gave for all. He predestined everyone to become the sons of God. His whole creation was was designed that it would reflect him and become him on earth, to become heaven on earth. I believe God predestined everyone to become the sons of God. And that's why in the context of those verses in Rome, Romans, it, 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 it makes it clear. Like it talks about everything and everyone and the fact that God is everywhere and, and for everyone and his love never separates from you. And can't, you, can't, you can't find it. Whether I go to the depths of hell, you are there. So I believe in free will because I think it's consistent with love. I believe in God's sovereignty in that he knows every possibility. He's a God of possibilities and his goodness and his love waits for us at every decision and invites us to become more like him. And regardless of the decision we make, he still invites us 
in his goodness. He's still available to us. And I believe we saw that and will continue to see that in the life of Saul if you follow the epic narrative. But if this is if this is the only podcast you listen to, because now you're thinking Bob's crazy. If if this is the only one you listen to, just know that that there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. So even if you choose the most evil path, his love is still there. Even if you go to the depths of hell, his love is still there. And I believe in the predestination of everyone. I believe he knew everyone. Who did he foreknow? He foreknew everyone. Who did he give his his son to die for? Everyone. Whom is he willing should perish? No one. He's not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to a new way of seeing things, a repentance that allows them to acknowledge the identity and life-giving blood of Christ within them. I'm, I'm, uh, that, that's where I land. <laughs> I was, I was about to preach. I was about to let it loose. <laughs> I can't do it. Not here. I mean, I can, I can, and yes, I could do a podcast for a while. But I think that that's enough for you to kind of get my my take on uh, free will and God's sovereignty and predestination. I think they all tie in together, and I think they have you know, ramifications that go throughout lots of theologies. And I think that, um, I think that it's an awesome opportunity to get to know one another and to, uh, interact with one another. I think every time, every time we can, we should, we should build relationship. We should, we should build connection. We should come to places of understanding of one another and, and, and how we got there. And so feel free to reach out to me. Feel free to, uh, <laughs> I guess you could also feel free to never listen to me again. Totally understand that too. But that's where I come from. That's what I believe. Uh, and and I used to preach predestination and Calvinism. And and so I, I do understand that that perspective. But in in a much later time in life now, I look I look at it, and to me, there's an inconsistency, an illogic, uh, a lack of reasoning that's consistent with the love of God and and His availability to all men at all times for invitations of relationship and connection. All right, I'm gonna end there. I'm gonna end there. Hope you guys are having a fabulous day. Uh, I look forward to hearing from you. I also look forward to this next episode. You are going to love it. Oh, man. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Epic Narrative. If you have questions for Bob or would like to reach out for booking, please email us at thebobswitzer at gmail.com or visit thebobswitzer.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe to The Epic Narrative Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. See you next week for another chapter in our story on The Epic Narrative.